episode of Beyond the Front Door is brought to you by Peak Properties in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With over 75 years of combined experience in real estate, it's our goal to help clients buy and sell and save by providing the information you want and the professional services you expect. Let us help you with your residential, commercial, HUD, income-producing properties, as well as vacant land and rental needs. To learn more, visit www.sellcheyenne.com. Welcome. You're listening to Beyond the Front Door podcast with Lindy and Rhea. We're real estate agents in Cheyenne, Wyoming with Peak Properties, and we bring you real estate stories that inspire you, make you laugh, cringe, maybe cry. And come on in. We put the real in real estate. Yes. Uh, Well, thank you very much for being here today, Kevin. We would like to introduce you to our listeners. Uh, This is Kevin Stewart. He is a jack of all trades to our office. (laughs) We uh, really uh, enjoy calling on you to help us with all of our various needs, including this beautiful sign we have here (laughs) on our wall that did not... probably wants to kill us (laughs) over, but you know. It arrived uh, when we ordered it. It arrived in a way that we didn't think was... uh, We didn't know was going to happen. And so it definitely... Uh, I know it took you a lot of time and uh, patience, I should say, to put this together, but it's beautiful and we've gotten it a ton is. of compliments we've on so it. so many compliments. We have. True. Yep. So it's thank you for being sign. here today. Yeah, of course. So we're wondering if you can just tell us a little bit about yourself to get started, you know, sure. your family and... Yep. Yeah. Uh, so my name's Kevin Stewart. Um, I've uh, been in Cheyenne this time for about two years, a year and a half. I lived here uh, before for... Four years. I spent uh, 30 years in the military, uh, being uh, stationed pretty much all over the world, uh, deployed many times. Uh, I was a helicopter flight engineer. Um, so with that, after retirement, um, we stayed in Albuquerque for about a year. That's where I retired. And then I decided, uh, my wife and I decided that we needed to come back up to Cheyenne. Um, so Cheyenne definitely has the home appeal, you know, home feel and a, a really good sense of community. People are pretty nice, you know, and as compared to Albuquerque, uh, Albuquerque, you always kind of have to watch your back and, you know, keep your eyes open for things going on. And you don't get that so much here in Cheyenne. And then also um, being a complete house nerd, there are some awesome houses up here. So, yes, um, my house, to elaborate a little bit more, my house was built in 1938, the one we've currently purchased. It's a beautiful house, an awesome neighborhood. Um, still have people that are out there checking up on everybody, mm-hmm. making sure that your lawn. Oh, it looks like you have, need a little fertilizer. Let me give you some. Uh, let me give you some advice on that. And so there's definitely that where it's not too meddlesome, um, you know. But um, it seems like people here actually look out for each other, and we, that's what I like about that. We talked about that, I think, even on our first episode that. Mm-hmm. You know, we still get out and help shovel each other's driveways. We wave at each other. We, you know, look after each other's, you know, kids. You know, I know in our neighborhood, we're completely surrounded by young families. So we got to make sure that all those little ones are being looked after. So it's great about Wyoming. What other places did you live? So um, I um, was first stationed in Las Vegas, Nevada, in um, Nellis Air Force Base. I then I was stationed for a year over in Korea, came back to Vegas because I was underage when I lived there the first time, so I <laughs> wanted to experience full Vegas um, uh, the second time, and so then after after that, I met my wife there. We bought a house, uh, got orders to Okinawa, um, 
lived in Okinawa for four years, came back, was an instructor, flight engineer at uh, Albuquerque. Uh, we also bought a house there. We didn't want to live on base. There's a different kind of culture there, and um, uh, we just wanted to have our own place, kind of away from my work and that. Yeah. So um, in Albuquerque, we had our house, um, absolutely loved it. And then um, we moved from there to Texas, lived in San Antonio for uh, four years, had an awesome house, bought it at like pennies on the dollar and sold it for a ton of money because the market completely yeah. Texas you. Really went, went crazy there. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> from there, we went up to Cheyenne and um, I was uh, fortunate enough to continue my service even after that um, and um, went to um, Georgia. Stayed there for 14 months. We rented a house there and then um, ended up in Albuquerque, which we bought another house. And that, uh, like I said, uh, when we were doing a pre-interview, six houses, you know, all different things. And, you know, I wasn't the kind of person or we weren't the kind of people that had a whole ton of money to be able to, hey, come on in and help, you know, help us with this project or whatever. So I had to figure it out. Ah, so, uh, so that's where all that's the skill the, set The jacks come of in. all <laughs> trades comes with, you know. So, you know, you got a nice truck. Well... You know, I'm the one that's wrenching on that. Yeah, this house is really nice, but that trim works really good. Well, I was the one that had to figure that out. You know, yeah. A lot of phone calls to dad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, how do I figure this out? And, um, you know, and then you have to, oh, we got to really kind of put together some money so I can go buy this special tool for this thing or whatever. And, um, <laughs> so, you know, over the years, I've accumulated the tools that I use now and all that. But the, um, all the different places, all the different um real estate the different ways they build um different builders that those those things are really mine and my wives we just geek out on it so i mean every little oh. house is really cool interesting and, uh, yeah. so you were kind of paying attention to the difference in each of the homes that you were in how they were built yeah. how they were put together yeah. Yeah. anything interesting that came out of that i think you were saying a little bit the house Either the house you're in now or the previous house in Cheyenne, is that what you're saying was built a little differently? Yeah, so the houses, I mean, the houses, um, the, the one I live in now, I'm fairly positive they didn't have gas running to it because you can see the gas lines that run on external of the house into the into the house. They have those kind of things where you, or when you buy a newer house, you know, and you know, uh, something that's built in the 80s, all that stuff's already plumbed in there. So um, those come with unique challenges, but it's just something that I didn't, expect but you know you look at it and go okay well i guess i know how to deal with that now because i know how it runs and but <clears throat> our favorite styles of houses would be um like the pueblo styles down in you know santa fe or our albuquerque mm -hmm. house was a pueblo style it was um had a loft bedroom an 18 foot ceiling and it had oh, wow. the front of it looked like um the front of the house actually we called it the gas station house because it had all the windows like a garage door um had 33 windows throughout but the the loft style um, lent and had its own challenges because you could hear everything in the house and you know other people could hear everything in the house and but um, a beautiful uh, Pueblo style house great yard good neighbors all that kind of stuff but we really when we went back we looked for another Pueblo style house and couldn't find one that we could get into that we wanted to interesting but as we got as I got more mature in the buying process I would look at things and go, okay, I can see potential in this house. I'm going to probably pull that wall out or I'm going to do something like that. 
that ends up coming with its own challenges because our kids know nothing but living in a house that has sawdust and dust and <laughs> projects and going on construction throughout the whole house because I'll, I've done that yeah. with every house that we've owned. So when you've purchased a home, projects don't scare you. Like you, you're when you're looking at a home, you're looking at the totality of it. Is that what I'm kind of understanding from you? And that you, we've, we've often <coughs> talked about like you know when you watch shows like Property Brothers, mm-hmm. you know or you know. The one brother has the mind for the entire house, and the other brother has the mind of the financials. That's kind of how my wife and I do that, because the one brother can't imagine what the house is going to look like. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other brother goes, oh, I can, you know, well, we pull that wall out, and here's this thing, and we'll, you know. So when we moved into the house in Albuquerque, um, the house was stuck in the early 80s. It was, I mean, wood paneling, uh, wall-to-wall carpet, the whole nine yards and I'm like okay so I imagined hardwood floors I imagined the kitchen getting completely blown out and I took that I took a very closed house and opened know, it, up. it up so uh, to get back to your question the is there intimidation absolutely you know and I'm like oof I am it's I'm a lot prob- of work I'm yeah. probably over my head in this one or you know that I didn't you know of course every project has something that comes in where Hidden. You, didn't, you didn't anticipate this problem or that problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, but that house, I mean, completely open concept. Um, we took it from being stuck in the 80s to, uh, you know, um, quartz countertops, the whole nine yards, completely open concept, wood floors throughout. Um, that house was amazing when we sold it. And I, I mean, I miss the house itself, uh, but I don't miss living in Albuquerque. So that was one thing. We lived up kind of where we had kind of a, almost a perch looking out over the city. Oh, and, I uh, love that. And um, it was, that was really good. Had awesome sunsets, you know. So there was a lot of things that were good about that. And we gave that up to come up to Windy Cheyenne and, you know, live here. <laughs> um, but, you know, in this in this house, this one we've had very little to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that were in there before did some really nice updates. The windows were perfect. And that's one thing that, if you're going to move to Cheyenne, you need to make sure that the windows and those kind of things are, you know, solid or either plan for that if you don't. Yeah. Uh, because the house I had prior had some single pane windows in it and those houses or those rooms you could never get warm enough. Because so of the was, wind. Yeah. I mean, there's just no fighting that. Yeah. yeah. The wind and the, just the cold was always, that house was always cold. But this house had, though, you know, had new upgraded windows and the lady that lived in it before did some really smart upgrades and then the, i mean the kitchen is it's a galley style kitchen it's completely small it's too small for us thank goodness our kids are out of the house for the most part you know mm-hmm. they come back in but uh, with us too it's it's perfect so i haven't had to do anything upstairs which is really kind of unique so i'm doing some things so you keep downstairs. the projects downstairs yeah, <laughs> everything's going on downstairs and you know mm-hmm. kind of finishing the basement and and i'm uh, making i made an actual guest room those kind of things but there hasn't been much to do, so now I get to work, you know, doing things with you guys. Yes, which so we really appreciate. my edge for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and so speaking of that, um, so you just, you started doing all these things, and it's kind of, did, was this like your goal to start doing work for other people, or is this just kind of happened well, as like a post-retirement yeah, <laughs> job so, I mean, to keep you busy? On, I, I was in the Air Force, for, like I said, for 30 years. When I left, I was, you know, I was... Um, managing you know over 1500 people in a group you know with um nine different type of aircraft i mean i was really working to do those kind of things with my boss 
high stress job, always working. You know, I was working when I was at home. I was, you know, so when I got done with that, I started, I uh, went to work for a school as a JROTC instructor. So I was a teacher for a year. And um, the long hours there, and it just, it, it didn't seem like there was going to be any end. So when we started talking about moving up here, um, we had a mutual friend that was in real estate, and she assured me that I can keep you busy if you want to do this. I know you're handy. I know you do great work. She'd been in a lot of the houses that I'd worked on, and so she was pretty confident that I could do things. Me, on the other hand, working on somebody else's house is a little bit risky, you know, so I came up here, um, did a couple uh, small jobs, started my LLC, and then after that was beginning to get more comfortable. I mean, there's still a ton of apprehension going into somebody else's house and making sure that what I do, you know, like, hey, sorry, you know, if I if there's something wrong with the shower, like, hey, we're going to have to wait on that. If I were to talk to my wife, like, hey, we're going to have to wait on that a couple weeks or whatever, can't tell a client that. You have to kind of job, you know, job through that. So that mm-hmm. was some things I had to work through. But I didn't know that this is what I was wanting to do. And I still kind of sometimes toy with the idea of, you know, maybe going back to work, like real work. Um, but this is real work, and I have to make sure that I know that I'm there's a lot of times where I have some free time and I don't know what to do with that. You know, yeah, that but I sense? do think there's definitely a need for that in Cheyenne because I I have <clears throat> several handymen that I use that do a lot of different things, but yeah. um, smaller jobs are the ones that are hard to get yes. people to do because obviously you want a job that's, you can remodel a whole bathroom, but what if yeah. it's just like, for me, you built me a, um, dog kennel, (laughs) like furniture. He built that for us, like stuff like that. It's like, I don't have time. This is, um, and that's hard to find people to do that kind of stuff. And it's just busy work, but, and not only that to do it really well. Yes. And you do do that really well. Or like I really sign. appreciated that. Yes. I mean, like, who would you yes. call to do this? <laughs> yeah. Right away, we were well, like, Well, my Kevin. husband over there would have been. Yes, <laughs> exactly. He's one of those ones that can do. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's the, <clears throat> that's the conversations my wife and I have quite a bit is the, you know, how big do I want to be? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we think back, <clears throat> excuse me, when we think back to some of the giant projects I did. I mean, I did it all by myself. I'm doing most of these things by myself. I have, uh, you know, a few buddies that I'm like, hey, bro, can you come help me put this piece of drywall above my head because I can't do it by myself. But most of everything I'm doing, I'm doing by myself. And that's um, that's another challenge coming from working with so many people and having right. interactions and being able to talk like this right here was going to fill my joy jar for a little bit because yep. I can talk to people. I understand that's, that. <laughs> that is something, you know, that is something where, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, ripping through audiobooks, you know, and listening to a lot of music and those kind of things, but it doesn't necessarily, that part doesn't, um, doesn't fill it. What it fills it for me is the odd jobs with people that are like, man, I couldn't have done this without you. Thank you so much. And then, right. you know, I help them out. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because people, <clears throat> not everyone has a handy husband or a handy yeah. person. My husband, Especially now. I mean, his yeah. dad died when he was young, so he didn't learn those things from right. anyone. Well, and I think too, you know, as we have owned homes over the years, when we have went to remodel a project or fix something and you're new to it, it's trial by error, right? And the hard thing that can come with that, and I I joke about this all the time because it was our 
uh, it was our first home that we owned, our first stick-built home that we owned, and we were remodeling the bathrooms. And um, I'll never forget. I, I used to tell everybody all the time, if you want to keep your marriage intact, don't, um, don't remodel. remodel a bathroom <laughs> <laughs> because the plumbing. So he's at work one night and um, the basement started to, something started to leak and flood into the basement and I'm freaking out and I don't even know how to shut off the water source and I'm calling him and I'm upset. And I finally looked at him and said, we got to put a stop to all of this right now. I can't even handle it because, uh, but the thing that's nice about, you know, bringing somebody in to help is they kind of teach you as well. You know, what I'm sure as you're going into homes or you're working on things, you're explaining, you know, some of what you did or whatever the case is. And I know that it's been really helpful to us to have as he's learning. And now just like you, you know, here we are 20 years later, he can do a thing or two, you know, he's learned a thing or two, but it, it, it sometimes comes at a cost. So the ability to bring somebody in to get this done is really awesome. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> I, uh, so I have had the unique opportunity to be able to help out some people after after your sales. And, yeah. you know, yes. So, yes. And the great thing about it is, is that I, and of course, have a huge affinity for Air Force folks. Yes. And so mm-hmm. there's been uh, a few sales that have gone toward, uh, to uh, folks in the Air Force and Brand new. It's their first house. Oh, they is, don't know where the know, so, yeah, they, shut off is. They they don't know, and um, you know. So I got a call, and this has been like, hey, so and so gave me your number. Blah 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 blah. You know that goes yeah. continues on, which is really great. But uh, can you come over? I think I have a sump problem. Do you know anything about sumps? And I'm like, um, I, sure. I know. I, I think I know how they work. But you know, cruise over there, and it wasn't a sump problem at all. It was you know the drain in their utility room is a brand new, you know, fairly new house. Had backed up because the air conditioning, uh, you know, was draining the water in there. Something got in there and backed up. And I'm like, well, this isn't something I just at all. This is just a backup floor drain. So I went outside and got my little five dollar snake that you can get anywhere, you yeah. know. And I, and I kind of extended it, and you know, I had him bailing water, you know, and uh, I kind of poked it in there, and boom, and he was like, that was it. I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> that's it man all you have to do is kind of sometimes poke it a little bit you know don't be I don't want people to be too afraid to start things on their own or you know sure. you, YouTube University is huge YouTube you know? yes uh, YouTube uh, University uh, dude, I just you know that that's where you know I'll sit down and you know there's a specific cut that I need to do for a piece of trim or something and I'll alright I gotta I know how to do this but let me just refresh my memory and I'll do yeah. that so I tell I know encourage those guys to do that or call me um, but also if they're anything like I was when I was younger, you know, with my first house, I didn't have money to be able to, you know, hiring it out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I kind of have to balance the, is this a friend call or is this an actual business call? Right. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, sure. And then he also didn't know. So I've had a lot of clients that, you know, from the Air Force that come over and have never lived any place that have sprinklers. You know, oh, I, I lived in, I lived in Louisiana. We didn't have sprinklers. And, so how do you turn them on? How do you shut them off? And so I'll like go through like old dad would do and go, oh, okay, I this, love is, that. this is how, you know, the, oh, this is a rainbird here. You turn this on manually water, you know, turn, and, mm-hmm. and so he called, this guy called and he was like, I don't know how to shut them off. And so I went outside and it's, you know, it's like simply just the valve outside, but it was leaking and it was, oh. there was snow and ice on the ground and snow oh, and ice no. all over that. And I'm just like. We'll address this in the spring. Here's how you turn it off. We're going to drain it downstairs. And then I, and just like you said, this is how you shut off your water inside. Yep. 
And I noticed, <clears throat> this is kind of funny too, is um, I was like, hey, you got a filtration system on your house. That's really cool. I said, it's a brand new filter on top. How old is this house? And he goes, uh, four years. And I'm like, did you buy the filter? No. Oh. Okay, so have you ever changed the filter in this house? Are you known? No. All right. You want to change filter? Okay. You know, and that's how, how yeah. he got it in. So, yeah. you know, I pulled the filter off. This is how you do it. Turn off the water and, you know, clean the filter part out. And then put the new filter on. And, and uh, <clears throat> as we turned it on, it was you could see, because it had clear clear PEX lines or white PEX lines, you could see the sludge going through the oh. system. Like, you need to go drain that now. And mm-hmm. it's like every six months, man. You know, and it's just reminding those guys, like, put a, put a reminder in your phone. Yep. Every six months, do a filter. You know, do this filter. Um, it's just going to save you in longevity for your house. And so. some people, we have, like, first-time homebuyers, if they go through, like, the WCDA program, they do take a class and they learn some of that stuff. But majority of people don't. You buy a house and then it's just figure it out. Right. Yeah, And, it's, and I mean, no one's have, teaching them. You have to have... You know, you have to develop an eye to be able to look at things. And so when I walk into anybody's, and I, this is, you know, this is why we, our house is like completely clean all the time. And like everything is tight because I know that when I walk into someplace, you know, place, I'm like, oof, you know, this floor didn't feel right or this isn't mm-hmm. wrong or, hey, you know. And then I'll start asking questions if I feel like I can. And like, what, sure. what are you doing with your water system out there? You got kind of a puddle out there in the yard or whatever. Oh. Let me show you how that works. You know, and so now I'll get yeah. That's so away. awesome of so, you. Yeah. 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 That's nice. And Kevin has a, a Facebook page now. Mm-hmm. So what's your business? Stewie's Handyman Service. Stewie's Handyman Service. Okay. Yep. I invited a bunch of people to start following <laughs> you. So hopefully that. you'll get a ton more business. <laughs> yeah. And that's the balance. I mean, we've had the page built for probably two months and it's like, I don't know how big I want to be. Yeah, that is. You know? it, my dad moved, when he moved down here to Cheyenne, he did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He started a handyman business. He did really well. Yep. He remodeled bathrooms and kitchens and some jobs were big and some were small. And yeah. there were times where it was slower than out. And he's decided he's, re, he still does remodeling on his own stuff, but he now works for a, a surveying company. But yeah, mm-hmm. you have to decide if you're a one man Two man, you know, limited. Yep. You can only do so much. Yeah. So I mean, that's where we, you know, I kind of toy with that. I mean, you know, the snow is on the mountains right now, and I want to ski. You know, while I'm still yep. fairly young, I want to go and do that kind of stuff. So I mean, there was a job last year that was a long job. It went from January to August, and wow. In the in the very beginning, I was like, look, <clears throat> I'm huge on communication, so I, I didn't bring that up at the very beginning. But I want to, I I communicate. I'm, I over, I'm probably annoyingly communicate with the customer. But I, Which I people them, appreciate. I, th- I think yeah, too I much tell, is better than not enough, I, for I, sure. <laughs> I tell them where I'm going to be. Hey, I'm going to be a little bit late. I'm starting late. Uh, or I didn't get there today because I wanted, you know. The other problem is, is that I'm doing work on other people's houses right. and I need to do stuff on my house. And so, mm-hmm. hey, today's, today's my day and I'm going to mm-hmm. do some stuff with me. But when I took that job in January... I was like, look, man, I got a lot of stuff going on. <clears throat> I got kids that are in different states, um, and I ski. And so mm-hmm. every Wednesday, or probably every other Wednesday, I went skiing and just bailed. And which I never had freedom to do that in the military. So now well, yeah, I'm, you should. I'm going mm-hmm. to pull those opportunities as I can. Yeah. But what it ends up being, you know, and I try to make sure that they, hey, you can tell me if you're frustrated. You can tell me if you're, if you need more you know me to be in the house more or to crank on a little bit more you know than i do but i haven't had anybody 
yet. So yeah, I think if most, if you can communicate that, and especially in the beginning, I know <clears> when <throat> I've hired people to do projects, yeah. I mean, I hired, I finished my whole basement during COVID, mm -hmm. and I basically was the contractor I hired each person and yeah it's just nice to know like okay when can you start and how long do you think it'll take and even if you have to adjust that it's fine as long as you're communicating you know mm -hmm. this is taking longer than I thought I might need two more days before you bring the electrician in or you know yeah. whatever it is yep yeah so I mean those are some of the challenges too in the very beginning I mean even with uh with Rhea I had the uh, you know I was like I don't really know even what to charge yeah, mm -hmm. that know, is. I don't, yeah. I don't know how to estimate this job, you know, so it's something very simple. I want you to put this ceiling fan up. Okay, what's your rate? I don't know, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So I've gotten that, at least wise, I've gotten those things down to where I kind of have a standard rate. If there's something that's a little bit more complicated, um, I'll have community, you know, communicate with the customer and then be able to also say, hey, um, this is going to be a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, ref I finished, um, I finished. A plumber's job, so the plumber came in, put a whole huge hole in the ceiling, and left. You know, fix the plumbing. Plumbing's good, but now there's you know left these this couple without uh, without that uh, finished product. So they called me, and um, I came in. The way their basement it led down, they had a light in one side of the basement, but then they had a hallway into the laundry room that didn't have a light, and it was very dark. I'm like, I'm pulling both sides down. You want me to move some? lighting you want me to put some lighting over there we didn't even think about that yeah sure you know and so i added that but it was something that was outside of the scope of what we'd already talked about sure. so you just have to you know communicate that but those people are over the moon you know and they mm -hmm. they they walk their dogs by our house every day and they're just like hey how's <laughs> and all that kind of thing so mm -hmm. they're just super happy well it's your ability to see the big picture and kind of problem solve and offer up those kind of solutions yeah. and i think everybody benefits from that yeah. for sure and I, you know takes a ton of experience, you know, mm -hmm. and that, and being able to uh, have confidence in somebody else's house has been, like I said, it's been kind of unique, you know, because I'm, uh, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to cut under this pipe, and, you know, so I have those, I have those conversations with the customer, like, you want somebody else to come in and do this, or are you come, well, we go ahead and do it, you, you think you can do it, I'm like, well, I do, uh, you know, and so, <clears throat> Each job is a learning experience, you know, mm -hmm. especially for you guys, too. It's the same thing. Yeah. Each job, you're like, I didn't even see that coming. <laughs> you know, and so you just have to look through that. Do you have a favorite kind of project or a niche that you have? I've had that question a couple times. Uh, yeah. Not really. Okay. You just like working with your hands is what it kind of sounds like and kind of problem solving through projects. Yeah. And we also, <clears throat> I had my daughter help me on a project um, a while ago because it was going to be... It was going to be too long if it was just going to be me, but, um, and she got to experience what I call the, uh, you know, the five, you know, like I call myself uh, quick puller, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to the project and you guys experience that you've already talked about it, you know, is, um, you know, you, yeah, we can do that. So you have that and you get to first thing and the walls come down and you're like, all right, here we are, you know, we're making good progress. And then the first hiccup comes and that's the first part of the, my Quint Polar, where I'm like, ah, you know, and I freak out, and I'm, I'm cussing, and then, okay, I figured that out, now we're getting better, we get back into the project the next day, things are going well, and there's this whole ebb and flow of my mood, you know, throughout out, so she's, um, my daughter's had a couple times where she's like, you know, I'm just going to go outside for a little bit, you know, yeah. um, but as far as favorite projects, it's just, you know, I don't really, I can't really put my finger on 
what would be a favorite one to do. It's just a matter of getting into it and having it finished and then knowing that what I did was awesome, you know, mm -hmm. at the end. Sure. Um, I have yet to walk by, walk away from a job and gone, mm, I kind of, I kind of, you know, sold the job short or didn't do the job to the best of my ability. So that's mm -hmm. one thing the military has always given me is that I have to do the job right. You know, there's that attention to detail, those kind of things. So, yes. Um, but... Awesome. Well, I appreciated you helping me build that piece of furniture because yeah. you saved like major fights with my husband and I. Right. We don't build even building furniture. It's <laughs> no. like a thing. Yeah. Saving had... marriages one project yeah. at a time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. that would have been some. He'd well, have been getting grouchy with me. We definitely have my wife and I definitely have issues when it comes to projects that we have. You know, and it's the the fact that. <clears throat> She's a doer, and she wants to do the project, and I, I'm doing something, but you know, and she also doesn't want to stand around while I'm doing something, and so there's this, we have this whole, uh, you know, kind of gripe fest going, you know, back and forth. We've, she uh, knows when to leave me alone now, and when, when to come in and help, and then, and now it's like, oh no, you can go ahead and do the job, you know, and she's like, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. No, that's too much. <laughs> it's fine, but we still have those conversations, and we still, you know, definitely with bigger projects. You know, we have our marital issues as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Um, but over the time, we've worked, been able to work out most of that mm -hmm. stuff. So. Well, now that you've been, uh, well, that you've had all the homes that you've had and worked on, mm -hmm. and then the homes that you've done projects in, yep. what would you say would be your number one piece of advice to first-time home buyers or new homeowners coming into a home in Cheyenne? Like, what's something you see regularly that you want to advise uh, our listeners? So, I've been fortunate enough to be able to come into a house, or like when I bought houses, they've been pretty clean, and they've been pretty well kept, you know. Um, so, that's one thing I would say is that you need to get your hands dirty in your house. So, mm -hmm. you maintain your car, um, you know, you do, you know, all kinds of people do therapy now, you know, all those kind mm -hmm. of things. This is normal therapy for your house, so you need to be able to do periodic maintenance you need to you need to make sure that the lawn is kept up you know those kind of things so the paint for, the chipping paint we oh do man, see that a lot the, like you do you move paint. in a house and you don't just live in it you have yeah. to continually yes, yeah. work on it and if you have <clears throat> if as a new homeowner if you have questions there are people out there that will you know you know make relationships with your neighbors you know there's mm -hmm. they, they have a ladder i swear they do you know mm -hmm. they don't mind giving it out because that means that the neighbors, yes. it means that the house is, you know, that the, the neighborhood is going to be kept up. Um, there's been so many times where I've been called out to the simple jobs, like you've said, uh, you know, to help close a house. And that's like literally the crappiest house on the whole block, you know, is the person's house that they're trying to sell. Uh, you know, and you, and, and all it would have taken just is doing a little bit every once in a while. Yeah. And well, I mean, really, you got to, you got to get into the, um, you know, normal maintenance, like I said, set something on your phone. Hey, what, do I, what am I going to maintain today? You know, besides just cleaning inside, which there have been plenty of houses that haven't had that either. You know, so mm -hmm. just maintain your house. You know, mm -hmm. what that whole piece of the bite of, uh, you know, I guess, the uh, American dream, you know, when you're saying, hey, you know, buying a house is part of the American dream, you got to maintain that as well. You know, so when you have that... Um, you know, when you have that new house, you're excited and you want to show it to her, you know, and your parents are coming over and, yeah, look at this. And then, you know, over six, seven months of time, there are things that are going to start 
deteriorating, you know, and they, you know, and so you have to work through that. Um, you know, simple things like cleaning the aerators in your sink, you know, that kind of stuff. And so while I'm brushing my teeth, sometimes I pull that out and clean it out, put it back up, and all of a sudden now the water's working all right. But um, it's, I think I have an overtrained eye for all that stuff in the house. So, um, but whenever I get into somebody's house, especially a, a you know client like after the sale and that kind of stuff. I walk them through all that stuff. I walk them through, hey, you know, my shower's kind of sticking. Well, it's just this part. Fork it back and forth. And, you know, that's the biggest thing for a new homeowner is to kind of get involved, roll up your sleeves, get busy, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, you're maintaining. And for us, for my wife and I, every house we were in, we are always kind of building the renovations and those kind of things for the next person. Um, we are building a house for resale. It was kind of, you know, a a long-term flip if you will and um, you know but that was maintenance you know we were doing maintenance on the house and we were always doing something so well and I think a lot about <clears throat> especially right now that um, for a first-time home buyer especially young you know you hear people in their 20s talk about the fact that they don't think they can ever buy a house and I think here in Wyoming that's slightly different there is um, the capability for somebody in their 20s to purchase a home for the first time and but you have to sort of adjust your perspective on the kind of house that you're purchasing and maybe you are buying a fixer-upper for your first home and that's okay you know I think that's really the message as well is that it maybe isn't the most perfect house or the most upgraded or newer house you know for your first time home purchase I know our first home purchase was a fixer-upper and so you it's okay. You just got to, like you say, roll up your sleeves and um, get dirty. But I think it's helpful to know that there's people like you out there that can maybe yeah. just shed some light on a few things. Sometimes you just need somebody to stand over you and go, you turn it this way, not that way. Or you just need this tool versus that tool. Sometimes you just need a little guidance. Yeah. You know? and don't walk, and, I mean, don't walk by a problem. You right. Know? So you, you walk by your house all the time. There should be some kind of, <clears throat> some very very subtle inspection in your house when you're walking by things like oof you know the kid ran their bicycle into the side of the wall they shouldn't have been riding in here in the first place but now to walk by that and then it starts getting you know it bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger bigger mm-hmm. or you know the drippy faucets or those kind of things you know it's that's something that's going to get bigger if you just leave it be same thing yeah. with a vehicle you know oh my tires are a little low well that's going to cost you. you yeah. So better deal with it. Yeah, you got to yeah. deal with the problem, and you know, and if you if you're out of your scope, YouTube University. Even if you don't know what the widget's <laughs> called on there, YouTube mm-hmm. it. You know, and you could YouTube it while you're sitting there or watching your favorite show or whatever. You can you know look at okay. Now, there's so many videos out there how to pull your sink apart. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, mm-hmm. and that's how you do that, or how to clean your traps. You know, your P traps for your drains and. There's just so many things out there that it's like, wow, that was way easier than I thought. And so if somebody hires me or calls me, I'm in and out in like five minutes where they could do it for an hour and they learn something and then they get a little bit more confidence and be able to build on those skills. Sure. Um, yeah. In and out in five minutes is great, but I'm still charging you. And yeah. That, that, You're paying I mean, for that experience. You know, in yeah. a way, that kind of hurts me because I'm like, I don't want to charge you. You know, I just, you know, I want to, I want to help you be able to maintain your home. You know, that's, yep. that's the weird thing. So yeah. Were you going to say something, Grant? No. No? Okay. He covered it. Um, Our final question that we've been asking everyone um, is, if you could purchase property anywhere in the world, 
where would it be and why? Mm. Yeah, I read that question the other day and it's, so being, I'll back, I guess I'll back us into that, but being in the military, uh, I've lived yeah. all over the place, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's the, um, I, I guess it would just be a hard question to ask. I mean, I, I know that there's people that have, you know, that when they've only lived a certain place, like, oh man, I want to live, yeah. I want to live right there. You know, and who knows if this is our forever, forever place and who, who knows if this is our forever home and all those kind of things. So I don't know. I, I really don't know. And if, if uh, you know, if my wife were to get hired for a job, you know, somewhere else, all right, off we go. Um, so um, I really want to travel, uh, you know, a lot more and I've traveled all over the place. Um, but, you know, going to Europe and those kind of things. If I were to live anywhere in the States, you know, I would like... My home state is Colorado. I was okay. born and raised there. That's where I enlisted. Um, and so, fairly close. Wyoming's great because they don't have state tax uh, and those things, especially on my retirement, so that helps out a lot. But I would probably have, uh, you know, some land in Colorado if I was to do that. But we always, our family has always been, all right, Dad, what do you want? You know, you want a beach house or a, a mountain house? I don't know, you know. Wherever. Both. Yeah. Both. And yeah. So, both, um, yeah. Uh, you know, I just... I, Wherever I'm at, I just that's where I would love to be, which sounds really, really. Kind of well, you sound like you're content. Maybe I think I'll be content anywhere, you know, because yep. there's interesting things everywhere we've been, and that's the thing that we've learned. I mean, even going into South Georgia, where you're kind of living in the middle of a swamp, um, the you know the culture's a little bit different, and you got to get used to their little intonations and all that kind of stuff. The same thing with coming up to Cheyenne. I mean, the culture's a little bit different. You got to get used to you know, the guy with the, you know, the cowbell on the back of his truck as he's driving around or, you know, <laughs> wherever, you know, wherever you're at, there's unique things. Um, you know, when we were in Okinawa, the, it was the first time I ever saw motorcycles driving in between cars to get up to the front of the yeah. line and it was legal there. It's, oh. you know, it's not legal here right? Uh, in many places, but it's legal there. And so the first time you're kind of just hanging out your window, you know, jump, you know, okay, that's new. <laughs> all, those new, all those new experiences are great, but if, I mean, if I were to own a, want to own a house, it would have, I think now, it'd be more of a barn dominium somewhere, you know, mm -hmm. somewhere in the mountains, because yeah. you know, I think that's where those I really cool. want to be. Um, we've talked an awful lot about me taking my handyman skills and going to work for, like, Copper Mountain, you know, and then getting subsidized housing, buying a house, you know, somewhere up there, and then me being a ski bum half the week while I'm doing that, and that... Uh, although exciting, I think limits us a little bit. So we've, we're constantly having conversations. We're super nomadic. So wherever we, wherever we end up is where, where we end up, but really just as long as you have each other. Yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Without a doubt. But you know, right now we're pretty content here and, um, it's been a great, it's been a great winter already. I mean, the summer was pretty okay. So mm -hmm. I mean, the summers here are always awesome. So we look forward to that. And, um, and of course, we're close to skiing, so scratching, scratching my edge for sure. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know if anybody can have people actually like answer that question. Like, this is where I'd be. I would live in yeah. blah blah blah. They have no, no, not really. A lot of no. them are giving us a picture, picture of what it would be, and they don't know mm -hmm. really where that could be. That you know, like the mountains right. with a with a mm -hmm. with their lake or mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Not very many have said I would live in this place. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, you know, I mean, we get into the conversation about uh, Air Force retirement. The guys are like, I'm retiring. I'm going back to Tennessee. Yeah. And I'm going to do this. And cool, man. You know, and I had a, I've had a lot of guys throughout, you know, a lot of buddies that they, they bought property, you know, at like the 12th year in their Air Force career, knowing that they were going to go to 20 at least. And so they bought property and then they have that property sitting there. And that's where they, you know, so I was just like, how do you how do you know that that you know it was one guy bought it in North Georgia you know in Athens and it's a beautiful place wraparound porch the whole whole nine yards exactly what you imagine but I mean so much changes through those eight years that I mean you may evolve and you might decide you want to be a city person or you know that you know I don't know there's just so many things so mm-hmm. I do too, think it's too tough for me just to be able to put my thumb down in one place or one yep. activity or you know settle on one thing I don't know. I, I think especially here in Wyoming, so, so many of us, you know, were born here, grew up here, can't really imagine leaving. Um, and so the concept of moving to several different states or out of the country just seems sort of foreign to us. Yeah, you just got to do it. But what I will say is I'll bet just about anybody could make the move and you adjust, yeah. you know, wherever it is. And you do, kind of like you said, you develop a perspective maybe on kind of a general idea of where you would like to live. Yeah. But um, I do think, I don't, I don't know if it's this way in every state, but it just seems like here in Wyoming, especially with all the ranches and, you know, you just, you, you're you born here, you grow up here, you yeah. stay here. <laughs> so I always, I you know, and I think a, a lot of us that raise our kids here at least want our kids to go, exper- you know, go experiment living somewhere else you can certainly come back you know wyoming is a terrific place to be but we just want you know our kids to broaden their horizons and get a sense of where what their lifestyle is and where they want to live yeah the mel i mean the military isn't for everybody but it certainly you know got me Mm -hmm. uh, i mean it it really scratched that itch for uh, being able to move places kind of getting brave i mean my first move was from nevada to Korea and I lived in wow. South, South Korea for uh, for a year with the military but I was single living in the barracks you know or living in the dorms that kind of thing and um, but you know complete culture shock and I didn't want to go and I mean you could see scratch marks leaving the gate as <laughs> I was leaving um, you know because I wanted to stay there I was really comfortable and that's the problem is that people get super they comfortable do. and mm-hmm. you have to you just really have to be pushed out of the nest and be a, you know and go and there's I mean Again, you can YouTube anything. You can look it up and go, well, you know, this is really good. I used to make jokes all the time with the kids that, um, you know, their mom and I were going to go retire in New Zealand. That's where we're moving. We're going to go to New Zealand because New Zealand's got the beach. It's got the mountains. It's got skiing. It's got surfing. It's got all those things. And, and, uh, wait, are you really going to go? Or, you know, (laughs) that that thing. And um, so, but, uh, you know, for right now, this is the place to be. Awesome. Yep. Well, thank you for coming on and talking to us. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. No, thank you. That was great. That was was really great. Very interesting. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. This episode of Beyond the Front Door is brought to you by Peak Properties in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With over 75 years of combined experience in real estate, it's our goal to help clients buy and sell and save by providing the information you want and the professional services you expect. Let us help you with your residential, commercial, HUD, 
income-producing properties, as well as vacant land and rental needs. To learn more, visit www.sellcheyenne.com.